Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Blue Kool-Aid drinkers, Big Z here, all right? Training camp is underway. Hard Knocks is here. We're going to be talking about all that on the episode. But before we get into that, I just want to really quickly mention, and I'm going to try to do it in my best leave Schreiber impression. Um, he is the narrator of Hard Knocks, of course. But anyways, um, HBO Sports and NFL Films are partnering with the Detroit Lions for an unfiltered all-access look at what it takes to make it in the National Football League with Hard Knocks, training camp with the Detroit Lions. This season will chronicle head coach Dan Campbell, entering his second season, leading an intriguing mix of young emerging stars and established veterans throughout training camp and the preseason. Hard Knocks will mark the 17th edition of the 18-time sports Emmy winning series and the most acclaimed serialized sports series on television. Stream the new season August 9th, on HBO Max, and that will be every Tuesday night at 9 o'clock on HBO Max. Thank you, everybody. Now sit back, relax, grab your Kool-Aid. It's time for the pop. Blue Kool-Aid drinkers. We are back, and we are recording this immediately after the season premiere of Hard Knocks featuring the Detroit Lions training camp. Oh, baby. Uh, so we're reacting live. We just finished watching the episode, and we're going to get all the reactions to that and reacting to everything going on in training camp up to this point. Uh, but before we do that, let's get to the Blue Kool-Aid crew. So on Big Z, let's get to the rest. We got UJ. Hey, everybody. Connor. Hey, Rudd Dog. Yo. And last but not least, Bob. Hello, hello. And then, as always, our producer Kid J is uh, sitting on there, so he may chime in every once in a while. You guys, Hard Knocks, the Lions, uh-huh. the Lions. Uh, a oh lot going on in this first episode. Um, so, I mean, first of all, it's it, it starts off with Dan Campbell. And a speech. Uh, what do we think about grit? Just as like a slogan for, for the season, pretty much. Uh, oh, it's mine. Fantastic. You, you know what I didn't get though? I didn't get the the water thing. You know, like <laughs> you gotta drag them in the water. And those some of those guys, the good teams are like in the shallow water, but if you grab their legs, <laughs> you can pull them out into the abyss. But there's only four teams out there, and the rest of the teams are trying to get in the water, but. They, <laughs> I didn't really quite follow that analogy, yeah, but but it, it was did. great. I it love it. It didn't that. make perfect sense, but <laughs> I understood awesome. it. Even, 
It makes sense without making sense. It's your own. And it fires out. you up. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was fired Jason Gabinda was all that matters. Oh, yeah. The Jason Gabinda face is phenomenal. I had that written down as a something of note for sure. Uh, <laughs> me too. <laughs> Some coaches, like, I mean, like Campbell, that are just like so fired up that uh, sometimes they go a little too much into analogies. So that's, that's right. Because, it, I mean, it's the, it's the way you say it. Uh, right. It's just as much as what you say. He brings that emotion. Case. Oh, yeah. Um, but gr- grit. I, I, like the, I like the graphic imagery, though. Like, you, you uh, grab onto it. their legs, you hold on to them, and then you take them to the abyss and drown <laughs> yeah. them. Like, it's, it's, we'll, so, we'll tread longer awesome. water as long as we have to. <laughs> you notice the, drown them. Yeah. The, the room seemed to go even more quiet if it was possible when he said that part. Like, like when he's like, but we drown them. And I'm just like, I, I helped yeah. that they had, like, the music. Like, for drowning them? Dan Campbell needs yeah. a, uh, like someone to do tracks to all his speeches because <laughs> it, it's fantastic. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, he's so good. He's so good. Um, so that that's how Hard Knock starts off. Um, with a lo- with that long Dan Campbell speech about grit and the abyss and all that good stuff. Um, but th- then they get out there. Uh, and it, it they talk about Dan Campbell for a little while. Um, and then they get. I, I think we already saw this before if you've been following it all on social media, but Dan Campbell and Aaron Glenn doing all 40 up downs uh, with the defense. Oh, yeah. On day oh, one. yeah. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> They're in the uh, his little story, his little side story, we almost broke his wrist or something, tripping over the dog, dogs. <laughs> yeah, that was nice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It was all good. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, by all accounts, uh, training camp has had a lot of good energy um, to, to this point. Uh all these coaches are pretty much in year two. Now this is year two of the six year Dan Campbell era. Uh, I mean, just before we even get to the, like the rest of the episode, do, are we drinking the Kool-Aid on the energy and the, in training camp so far? Let, let oh, me, I just want to say there's a tsunami of Kool-Aid <laughs> pouring over Detroit right now. Yeah. Uh, and we're all, I think caught up in it. I know I am. Absolutely. I don't know about you guys, but a lot of people reach out to me saying, you know, I, I'm not, uh, you know, Lions fan by any means, but it's hard not to root for the Lions, at least with Dan Campbell. There's a hard team not to root for. Oh, yeah. yeah. At least. That's this, the energy they're building. This is one of the most yeah. lovable teams I've ever rooted for, no matter how many games they win. Just like everyone's bought in, everyone's focused, and they're so entertaining. It's just crazy. And like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ford Field is like thousands of fans showing up to the scrimmage. You know, I think I think Detroit as a city is fired up for this team too. It's not just us. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, a, a guy that's homegrown went to Michigan. Now he's going to Lions. Uh, a, lot, a lot of this episode focused on Hutchinson to a degree. Um, he the gets up there and pro- arguably the yeah, arguably the highlight of the episode was him singing Billy Jean in front of the team. First of all, uh, yeah, let's rate it out of 10. What, what would we give the performance out of 10? I'll give it a 9. I'll give it a 9.3. A lot of charisma. Yeah. It wasn't off. Yeah. It gets yeah, a 10 cheater. for the... 9.5. It gets yeah. a 10 because of his misstart. Like, that just made it that much more impressive that you know, <laughs> he was able to get going. That, yeah. I was... Yeah, and the way he won over the room, it, yeah, he got everybody going. It was amazing. Big Z and I were talking it was a... about before. What a weird song choice it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not a, like if you had to give me a hundred guesses, that wouldn't have been like my first hundred guesses of a song that you sing like, <laughs> in front of a uh, room of people. Uh, 
it was definitely an interesting uh, song choice, but uh, he, he did a good job. And, and I like when he uh, set his signing bonus, $23 million. <laughs> Oh, my God, I know. <laughs> oh, yeah, and everybody's like, oh. he, said, he tried to say it really yeah. quickly. Uh, and what million. did Malcolm Rodriguez say when he hundred. did his day? He said 100000 <laughs> 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 Yeah, what do we think of his? Uh, yeah, he took an easy pass to ask me. It was great. Yeah. I love the shoes off. I love no, it. it was Full good. commitment to the performance. Yeah. Yeah. What was that, Red Dog? Sure. That's great. No, I was just kidding. I was saying he took an easy path. He didn't even have to sing or anything. But no, he did good. He, he definitely, he like, he like Bob said, took control of the room. Everyone was in on it, feeling it. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think, Mel- so, I mean, going off the Malcolm Rodriguez thing, uh, we've, we talked about it in this podcast before. We're talking about it in our text thread leading up to this episode. Just uh, about, well, I brought up that there was going to be like this inevitable Malcolm Rodriguez hype because we were talking about how, um, who's our linebacker from last year? Uh, Barnes. How they had a lot of hype going through training mm-hmm. camp last year. Uh, mm-hmm. But do we think this is going to last? Uh, do we, I mean, Rudd Dog, you predict that. He getting the starting rotation. Yeah, I mean, my instinct. What? Yeah, starting. No, yeah, I think he'll be in the starting. Well, when I say starting lineup, I mean if they expect a rundown on the first play, he'll be in there. But he might not be in there if they're expecting him to come out of the gate chucking it or something. But he'll be one of the starting rotational linebackers primarily for his run stopping ability. I think that instinct is just seems to be on a different level than like Barnes was too. I agree. All around. Yeah, and he's a quick study, and they and uh, it looks like Jared Davis is being pushed to special yeah. teams if he yeah. makes the team. I heard good things about he Barnes. A lot in the clips yeah. of There's practice, yeah. Dude and stuff. Go, yeah. go ahead, Connor. What were you saying? I was saying I've heard a lot of good things about Barnes. I know we also heard these things last year at camp, but I hear like he's made significant steps, just like football IQ wise, and like how he's understanding things this year. I think a lot of coaches are expecting yeah. him to make a big leap, okay. which would be huge for that core. Um, but I do think he gets yeah. rotational starting roles for Rodriguez. Yeah, and everything that we heard about Rodriguez in the draft uh, lead up about or uh, about his instincts and like reading plays uh, right off the bat and reacting. Uh, so far, that's shown up in camp by all accounts. Um, and we saw it briefly in this episode; they really highlighted too much. Um, but uh, really exciting, at least, especially for a six-round linebacker. You can ask for a lot more than that. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. That's how that's how bad our linebacking room is. We're excited about a sixth round. Well, what do you, what do you think yeah, about? There's some uh, truth to that. <laughs> what would you give up for Roquan Smith? Oh, something. Well, I was thinking about that uh, with him wanting a new Trinity Benson. You didn't see by any chance. Uh, Roquan Smith said he's likely not going to resign with the Bears. Pretty much sounds like uh, a trade candidate. Now he's in the last year of his contract, so any team that trades for him is going to have to sign him to. Probably a hundred million dollars because that's Darius Leonard got ninety eight yeah. million. Um, and I feel like I don't know about I, that. I like I mean, teams have leverage since they know Rokon wants out. Yeah, right. But a lot of teams probably want him at the same time. So right, they're competing. Yeah. I I personally don't. Man. He's like you look at his statistics; it's hit or miss depending on what metric you use. Like how good he is. So I don't know if he's. I don't think he's worth 100 million personally. Breaking the yeah. bank. I don't think the Lions are at that point yeah. either, where they're splashing 100 million on that type right. of middle linebacker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I don't know about the financial valuation, but uh, I'd be pretty damn excited if we swung a deal for him. Just stealing him from the Bears would be fun because Bears fans oh, are yeah. so salty all the time. <laughs> Yeah. Like, yeah, he would like you said, Red Dog. Instantly. It was the right price. And I the Bears have the most cap space of any team in the NFL going forward. So, um, if they don't want to sign on that, I think that says something. Their GM has made some odd choices so far, in my opinion. Yeah, I think they're going to be one of the worst teams in the NFL this year. That's not being like biased. That's unbiased opinion. Yeah, like their roster stinks. Well, I looked at the. <laughs> Uh, NFL Network power rankings preseason, obviously, but uh, yeah. they had the Bears yeah. last. They're doing nothing to help Justin Fields in year two. Assessment. Terrible yeah. receiving core, yeah. terrible yeah. offensive line. They have nothing. We do have a hey. superfluous they, receiver room. They have Riley Reef. Yeah. How old is Riley Reef now? He's going to like in the mid 30s at this point. Uh, 49 or something. <laughs> I think he's 33. 33, okay. <laughs> I think he was in the. I only remember. Riley Reeves' best moment was at that Cowboys game where Stafford was screaming at the the pitch of a small girl. Riley, Riley, Riley. Riley. That was Riley's best moment as a lion. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, but focusing back on training camp here a little bit, I, I did want to note something as well. If if you've seen any pictures of training camp, they they I'm glad they went over this too in the uh, in Hard Knocks here because it's. You, Jake, I really freaked out by it. But uh, the Guardian caps that they're wearing on the helmets, <laughs> this is for linemen and linebackers and running backs, yeah. pretty much anybody that has high collision uh, reps. Uh, they look like mushrooms kind of on the helmet uh, to reduce concussions. Uh, they're supposed to reduce concussions by about 10%. Uh, as long as they don't bring them to game day. I'm... No, they're not bringing them to game day. I like no, that the not, players not were kind of freaked out by it. Yeah. Everyone was. These things, man, what the? He's yeah. like, man, yeah, this thing's really heavy. It's like, it adds like 0. 0.8 ounces. Yeah. I'm like, that, that's yeah, nothing. I know. <laughs> yeah. I know. Yeah. I'm all for <laughs> it. If, if it stops Lions players from being injured in camp, I, I don't mind it at all. Since they're not putting them in. Oh, yeah. It doesn't seem to be affecting yeah. anything. I wonder if they'll uh, they'll try to make them look prettier. Though. I like to. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I like Campbell's observation though. Like, this just doesn't sound right. Yeah, right. Because yeah. <laughs> you the helmets, you know. But I think they're fine. You know, just keep sure. guys safe for yeah, the season. True. Uh, something I've enjoyed so far in training camp. Uh, I mean, we already talked about how fun it's going to be, but it's still really fun to see actually see it. It's uh, Sewell versus Hutchinson, and the oh, one-on-one yeah. battles. Uh, yeah, I think those two are going to make each other really good. Really, uh, all like all throughout the season, all throughout their career. Oh uh, yeah. Hopefully, both of them are here for a long time, facing each other, and many training camps to come. Uh, but I think those two are going to make each other. From what I've read on Twitter, it's been like a back and forth. And it's insane. Yeah. What's no, up? from what I read on Twitter, it's been really back and forth. Like some days, like Sewell's been dominating Hutch, and then other days, like Hutch has like gotten Sewell like really good. So it's it's yeah. really good battle to see. I hope Hard Knocks covers it more too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I you really see that. Hutch's motor in some of those videos, though, man. The way, oh, my God. And his agility. He gets yeah. ability to turn the corner and stuff. Mm-hmm. Just sick. Yeah, pretty incredible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, And it, it's, it's still crazy to me that Sewell's 22 years old. That's insane. I forget about that. It just blows my mind. He looks like a 30-year-old, like an eight-year veteran out there. Right? Yeah. It's pretty insane. Yeah. I like uh, speaking to Hutch. One one of the quieter moments of this show that I thought was really good was when uh, Hutch and was it Easy the or, or they're in the yeah, yeah the ice, tub, the ice baths. Houston? He's talking oh. about 
He's like, why did you Memphis. go to? Where'd you go to? Why'd yeah. you go to Memphis? He's like, why would you go there? Couldn't you get any other schools? He's like, no, I had these other schools on my list. He's like, that was the right fit. And he's like, why not Michigan? And then, yeah, that was funny. Memphis. Hutch just couldn't get it into his Who head. Was like, that the other the tub? Was that James Houston? Oh, Benna no. Easy. Oh, yeah. okay. actually, he's listed drafted. as TCU on uh, ESPN. He's an undrafted. Right, yeah, but he said Memphis tackle, on the show. So so. I'm not sure. Six eight, three twenty-five. Um, he's twenty-four years old. He's six eight. Six eight, yeah, three twenty-five. That tub is bigger huge, than huge I thought. Guy. Six eight, huge guy. Big dude. Um. Also, yeah. speaking of Hutch, I want to ma- note one more thing ahead of my notes here from the episode. Uh. He got lit up by Hawkinson. Oh, on yeah. The blind side oh, the yeah. So great sighting for Hutch, Hutch, uh, Hawkinson, the blocker, which we've been reading uh, reports that he's been blocking pretty well uh, in practice so far Dude. this year. Now, can he translate that to the game? We'll see. Um, but if he can, if he ever can become Hell a yeah. complete player that we've, uh, you know, hoped he would when we draft him, then that, that would be incredible. He is in a contract year, so maybe he's extra motivated. I don't know. I hope uh, so. He's a good motivation. It's exciting to see. Uh, for yeah. Sure. Yeah. Another Hutch thing I noticed too is that his mom's really hot. And, uh, and you got younger guys probably think that the sisters are probably pretty hot. They One probably of them was uh, th- a beauty pageant. Yeah, right. wrong. <laughs> yeah. She won Miss Michigan or something like that. Was it oh. R or whatever? I forgot. They're all blonde. Oh, yeah. That's all blonde. Very blonde. Yeah. A lot man. of blonde. There. Very blonde. It's a very bright. It's a very bright scene. Uh, in the sun, all the like a very probably one of the whitest families I've ever seen on TV ever. <laughs> they're translucent. Yeah, their backyard looks nice. Yeah, yeah, nice backyard. Um, so another uh, aspect to the episode. Oh, one more thing on like the actual just football playing. Uh, Sewell had a nice block downfield in the episode where he absolutely pancaked a guy. I really enjoyed that. Okuda. I'm going to watch the Okuda all again. Oh, it was the Okuda. I, I, see, it happened so fast that I, I didn't want to rewind either. Yeah. See who it was. That was the Okuda. Yeah, he pank, pank, <laughs> Uh Okuda. Oh, do we want to talk about Okuda now or a little bit? Sure. So, I mean, I'm happy to talk about Okuda. So, the, on the cornerback position, first of all, Amani Warrior apparently uh, – does not look great in training camp so far. He's constantly getting burned downfield. Now I don't know if that's just how they they put him in a position to fail, or he's just not playing well. But reports are saying he doesn't look great out there. He's getting burned a lot by the likes of Shark and Ross St. Brown and such. Um, but then the other cornerback position is a two-way battle. They're splitting reps. Okuda and Will Harris. Uh, yeah. Splitting reps at for the yeah. second cornerback position. I love it. Um. What, what do we think about Will Harris? As yeah, nice. starting corner I've heard Akuda looks awesome transition. so far. Yeah, I heard Okuda was doing well. I, I heard he's doing well days, for a guy that's so. just coming off an Achilles, but I wouldn't call yeah, him that's like kind of elite, what I heard too. Uh, cornerback. Well, no, I just heard he's just doing well in general. Nothing about his Achilles. Yeah, yeah that's what I read well too. Because of Achilles. I've not gotten the same vibe from what I've read, but um. Hey, wait, ask you, Jay. What, what's your vibe? No, I'm kind of with Z on this Oh, one. you got a vibe I'm, now? I'm not getting the, the the same feeling either that Oki's, like, killing it in camp. Uh, it, in fact, it, I'd almost say that Will Harris has got the edge on him from things I've read. 
at this point. He had a nice tackle on the barely. In the barely. I'm not saying by a lot, but I'd say I'd say Will Harris right now actually had and, the nice yeah. way to and target Will, Will. Tackle in this episode. I know that's what I'm saying as well. So. <laughs> um, yeah. Look, he, there's a headline here. Jeff Okuda reportedly looks great. NFL World reacts. Where's the headline? So at? There's, there's maybe we're not, yeah, I mean, there's several articles out there. So. The Onion. That's that was from the Spun. That was the Babylon B. Yeah, I mean, I know I'm an Okuda copy, yeah. but there have been people it's, on Twitter that are... it's the Okuda Family yeah. News. What's yeah. that guy? Oh, Jeff Okuda's mom said he looks better than ever. Uh, what I'm curious about is his speed. Like, you know, after an Achilles, sometimes there's a drop off in speed, and people are have been talking about him like in the slot at some point, but they're like worried about his like jump off the ball. I'm I'm very curious to see like if that's been affected at all by this Achilles injury. I guess we won't really know until the preseason games start, but one that's my biggest question. I watched, I watched something where they had a medical professional on and he was saying that you can come back, but it's actually primarily the mental aspect to overcome. Like it's you just gotta to, to trust it again is gonna be really hard. Oh, and that, sure. and all that tight footwork and agility that's going to be yeah especially like you said inside. do you think there's any chance he eventually goes into like a safety type role or do you think it's cornerback or boss sure, there's a chance mm. early on it is that's probably the last like ditch effort to keep him on the roster uh yeah to see what you got out of a third overall draft i was just curious because i've heard people say that before as well but i don't really think i agree with that with what part Tra- transitioning the safety like wait, I don't, I don't. Wait, you're saying you agree? Yeah. I don't back see, bus to you. I don't see him transitioning yeah. to safety. I mean, maybe like Big Z said is like a last resort, but I don't think that's like the team's focus or Akuda's focus to save his career. I mean, I agree. That, no, I agree. To save your career, you change to anything. Well, yeah. I mean, Will Harris has moved out of safety because well. he, if he kept playing there, he probably wouldn't be in the line. Exactly. Like we said, last resort, I they, but I don't think that's the focus. Yeah. yeah. What I'm saying. I think they accidentally discovered a Will Harris that he could play corner. Uh, it, just true. like uh, they they were, you know, by attrition, he they had to put him in there, and he looked good yeah. last year. And you know, I think he they kind of discovered that kind of by mistake or by accident. Yeah, I think you're right, UJ. And they he had uh, he kept disappointing at yeah. safety, and he would always impress coaches because right. everybody always talked him up. Right. But game time, he never would would come through. So maybe they did find the right. It's his best chance, him. anyway, it seems. Well, boys, if you don't want to root for Lions, and you can piss like a puppy and stay on the porch. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to bring up Jamal Williams' speech, because that was also another highlight uh, of the oh, episode. Yeah. Uh, really, really emotional. Uh, that was in the trailer. I was crying speech. when I watched the trailer. Oh, I was crying, too. Um, Jamal Williams, he's, no, he's known for Babies. kind of the, the goofy uh, personality, but... Um, He's definitely got some leadership qualities, maybe we, that Arnock's revealed that we didn't really know about before. Yeah, yeah, I, I had been hearing some of that already, but yeah, you didn't get to yeah. see that behind the actual scenes yeah. look. Yeah, I mean, he really. Had I heard this story that uh, people were throwing him anime posters to sign. Yes, <laughs> that's. I want to bring him one. Maybe he'll give us a. Something for the I thought that was funny, but it is cool to see that he can be serious too and get like really emotional. Um, that's definitely a quality you know, one. Absolutely, and I do want to just bring up him a little bit because I think he is actually primed to have a really good year because 
I mean, a big back like him, because that's one thing I just noticed with, with all these videos is how big he is. And a big back like him getting to that next level more consistently because of good O-line play and tight end play and all that is just going to set him up to have a much better year as well, having to break tackles on safeties and linebackers instead of, you know, D-tackles. That's going to be – I think. Yeah, just... yeah, I hope so because I'd really like to see him stick around for another year or two. Yeah. You know? I know a lot of times these uh, lifespans of these guys are short, but just what he brings to the table and leadership qualities and uh, I think – you know, everything, personality alone. I mean, oh, yeah. I hope they get to keep him for another yeah. year or so, you know. Is that so? So, you, Jay, are you saying that the light that burns twice as bright burns half as long? They said it's half as long as the light is bright, but not as long as a monkey's ass. I don't know. What, <laughs> you I don't know what stick your head up the butcher's uh, ass. What are you talking it's about? It's on a porch. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> the bull's ass. <laughs> yeah, the butcher's Wait, I mean, the T bone. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Um, I think I know what you mean. I know another thing we wanted to discuss here, at least from the episode, was uh, Deuce Staley versus. Yes, Glenn. that's my favorite yes, part of the whole episode. Yes, yes, kind of the yes, essence of the coaching it. staff, really, as a whole. Uh, yeah. This how these guys are. I mean, both are twenty-year NFL veterans. What they say, it's like their twenty-third training camp or yeah. training camp. Like, I mean, just insane amount of time spent and you can see why these guys have stuck around it's, it's what feels yeah fire. uh deuce, deuce daily is uh, oh I mean, my both god great but uh oh they're deuce, both awesome deuce caught my eye at the senior bowl like when he was what did he run head coach there uh he's one of them yeah and i his intensity man and his just focus just like was like you just yeah. don't doubt that man is capable of anything <laughs> like he just so oh too much energy and confidence. And, and man, I thought we were coming in. I, I was thinking Ben Johnson versus AG was going to be the like the thing to watch, but I didn't realize it was going to be Deuce and AG. That, that's going to be fun. Yeah. yeah I didn't even mention Ben Johnson in the episode. I, right. <laughs> yeah. I think one of the most telling things, though, is uh, Shepard, when they interviewed him, uh, linebacker coach, mm-hmm. and uh, he said, um, he, you know, he said he cut his hair or whatever. And Campbell says, no, man, I, I don't want you trying to be someone. I want, I want Shepard, man. I want, I, that's who I want. I, I want you. And he, you know, he, he wants these guys to be themselves and not try to be someone that they're not. And I, I thought that just said a yeah. lot about Campbell's style of coaching and, and how he believes in his men. He wants people to be themselves. And I think he'll get the most out of them with that approach. And uh, I thought that, to me, was one of the more telling lines in the, in the whole show. For me his comment there but, uh, yeah and yeah i i agree i mean that was i thought i was like this staff you know from what we've been reading and everything and all the interviews we've seen and this just kind of reinforces that they just have a great staff all the guys they got they're all like pulling the same yeah direction. yeah and they they're i'm glad they reinforced all the playing oh, experience too like these are all not just guys who have been coaching for a while but they've all like actually played the game yeah. for a long time yeah. Um What's I think it's a really cool aspect of Yeah. Agree. What's that? I, I, I think Brunel could still yeah. play right now. Did you see the way he was moving <laughs> yeah, the, the foot drills yeah, right. he's between the between the dummies there? He, he's, he's hey, one more thing about Dan. Yeah, he's, he's awesome. Uh, you know, last year we were making comparisons like Ted Lasso and his positive and like reinforcement over like oh my god, the intensity and edge in this 
camp is amazing. Like, I mean, it's it's not yeah. negative, but it's freaking hardcore, and I love well, if he it. He gets mad at you. It's oh, kind of yeah. scary. Like the couple clips they showed, like, <laughs> like holy shit, this Turn guy can rip my head off. Right music. <laughs> yeah. That was, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Kevin, yeah. Well, get him turn off the damn music. <laughs> no, but it's he's serious, and you know, and like Campbell, like when he was bearing his heart out, there, he says, "This is all I think about is you guys. It's all I think about. It's everything I think about. You gotta trust me. I have a plan. I have a plan, and you gotta trust me." And, yeah, uh, he was emotional. And, and that, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I know, but it, but but that's telling, and I and I think those guys uh, they respond to that. Just eating it up, and, and I know as a former player, college player, and high school player, I I would be eating it up too. So, uh, Plus, I mean, yeah. how can you not just get into that, <laughs> you know, yep. as a player? And he got a D's nuts still really getting the credits too. So you got to love he did. that. The very end of yeah. the episode. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> Great little sprinkle. He did what? Yeah. <laughs> he got a D's nuts joke in at the oh. end. <laughs> yeah. I think he said that was good. Bologna. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was, that gave me a chuckle. Hey, Rudd Dog, you said something to me earlier, though, when we were talking about Oh, this. yeah. Yeah. How glad is everyone that we didn't get this while Patricia was here? Like, oh, my God. I honestly, it would have been fascinating to see the inner workings of the Patricia. Yeah, line. I want to hear, like, uh, Darius Slay get chewed off by Patricia. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I'd rather watch yeah. this. I suppose so. This wouldn't be here if we had that. <laughs> I'd rather I'd watch see this. The- I want to see Patricia do the up down, yeah. do the up downs, you know. That'd be awesome. <laughs> no, riding around on his ATV. Oh, I would yeah. pay good money to see him do forty up downs. That would be incredible. We we <laughs> got we would have got a lot of the hill, you know, the hill that they made. Yeah, right. Yeah, the hill. All I'm saying is, in retrospect, knowing yeah. the difference, I'm so much happier that it passed us one more year to this because. Oh, this is I don't think anyone would disagree. As a neutral party, the Patricia yeah. thing might have been fun to watch, but not as a Lions fan. Right. No, I, I think this is better to serve for everybody, too, just the amount of person personalities. Um, and they're harnessing it as a weapon. This is all part of their building. They're building positive will towards the Lions on a large scale right now, and they wanted this for that yeah. reason. Their marketing is on point. The, the energy, the synergy of the organization at, at large is on point right now. And that's huge. Like, right. you think about the White Sox and when they won the World Series that year, how great the marketing was, how that's the buy in they got. Like, I mean, I just, you know, the song, and everything. it was just great. I, I like how the Lions did, um, they, they did their Lions Den up series, but it was behind the scenes of Hard Knocks. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Very good. Very good, by the way. Yeah. Very good production quality. I mean. They're good at those. And I think they'll learn a lot from Hard Knocks, too. Yeah, that crew and stuff. Oh, I'm sure. Um, I had a couple more notes uh, here just in regards to the episode. Um, first of all, Devin Gardner sighting. Uh, <laughs> I yeah. did not recognize him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A little bigger, didn't he? I didn't, I didn't, I couldn't rewind fast enough yeah. to see what yeah. is he doing now? He's a, uh, is he a reporter? Uh, yeah. Like, uh, yeah, he's a reporter. For, I forgot uh, what, uh, who he's oh, with. Shoot. I can't remember what it said. I'll uh, look it up. Oh, here. interesting. Yeah. But I, I, I didn't have enough time to look it up and I kind of, I didn't have enough time to see, uh, preseason TV analyst. Oh, okay. For the lions. Okay. Thank kid you, J. kid J. Okay. So he's only around for a month. I don't know what he does after that, but, um, <laughs> I just thought it was interesting. You know, I didn't recognize him. I haven't seen him in a long time, so it's good to see him out there. I hope he's doing yeah. well. That's a big job. 
preseason yeah. TV. What do they yes. have? One game on the local TV. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, it, what I thought that was interesting too. Speaking of Michigan people, was when Hutch was talking about the difference between college and pro. I'd kind of like to hear more of that. Yeah, it's kind of interesting yeah. the the way the training camps go because they they're less padded practices in the yeah. pros. Wayla. I'm just curious yeah, about that. College players don't have a union behind them. Uh, yeah. trying to You'll actually that. find, yeah. I think, and I mean, I, I'm partly educated guess here because I never ascended to the pro level, but that the higher you climb in like these kind of sports, you'll find that the, the, the actual practices won't be as hard or as long or as intense as like your high school practice when you're just doing, you know, eight in the box drills over and over again at the end of the practice. Yeah. Like it gets much more intelligent and designed, and you get the most. Yeah, in high school, you don't have a team of nutritionists, you know, like meticulously right. shaping your diet yeah. and like all this other crazy stuff right. you have in the NFL. Well, in the NFL, they have millions of dollars busted in your body, so it's a right. slightly yeah. different. Uh, but it's a science, you know. They're yeah. they're so smart about it nowadays. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember in high school they just told me to eat more to add weight. <laughs> they just night. eat more. Did they give you the training table too? Or? <laughs> to, to think back in the '60s and early '70s, you know, the, the guys when they're getting ready for camp, they they, you know, a month before camp they'd quit smoking. And <laughs> then they'd go out and start running a couple of miles a day, you know, and maybe hit the weight room a few times. You know, yeah. if they quit smoking. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's how it was in those days. I still remember that. I mean, I remember seeing a picture. I think it was Doug Buffon or something with the Bears in the locker room after the game, smoking a cigarette. Just get the shit out of my It's all bloody. He's smoking a cigarette in the locker room. You know, times have changed. That's awesome. Right? That reminds me of the story that <laughs> yeah. uh, my grandpa used to always tell when uh, a friend of his was at a hotel the night before a game. Who was it? The Bills was there. They were all getting sloshed. The, the Giants. Or the Giants. They're getting sloshed in the lounge of the hotel and. He's like, oh, this is awesome. He goes and throws a bet against them, and they just roll over him the next day. <laughs> they win. <laughs> like, could you imagine if your guys went out getting sloshed the night before now? On any, they probably have, like, nannies and shit to make sure these guys don't go anywhere. You know? Yeah. It's amazing how much that's yeah. changed even yeah. in the last, like, 10 years. Like, you heard baseball players getting drunk in the dugout, like, 15 years ago. Like, that doesn't happen anywhere in sports at all today. It's like everything is so meticulously managed. Shame. Such a sh- yeah, yeah such Mark a Burley shame. was what I was referencing there. <laughs> legend, such a legend. Shame. Um, going down the tube. Something I want to note uh, that I've read a lot about, and then you saw a little bit in this episode. They didn't go into it too much, uh, but you, if you notice, go back and watch some of the some of the plays and the seven on seven drills and the full pads. Uh, Jared Goff throwing the deep ball. Yeah, a lot of great reports about him looking good and shark. He has finally like some some talent behind him at receiver. Uh, mm-hmm. But I mean, it looked really good in this one uh, in this episode and uh, by yeah. all reports. So that's really encouraging. Him and Shark have been feasting. Two different. I think that could be a Chark great connection. Diving. Yeah. Hold on, Rud Dog, Rud Dog, and Connor. Oh, I just said there was at least two or three shots of Shark for like diving long catches in that montage. Oh, yeah. Connor. Yeah. Basically the same thing. I think that shark golf deep ball connection is going to be something to look out for this year. It seems like golf is finally willing to actually sling it, which last year, even in camp, there were reports that like he was not throwing more than 15 yards. So I'm glad to see that's changed. Mm-hmm. In fairness, though, he did. No, not no, no. I know. Sure. It's I mean, just encouraging to see regardless. Yeah. 
when he's back yeah. there throwing confidently, it's 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 pretty awesome actually. He's he's really good quarterback. So you know we 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 might have done okay here in this. Uh, regard. You know it's doing that. Last year averaged fifteen point six yards a catch uh, after he signed with the Lions, which which if it qualified would have been top five in the league. Uh, he didn't play no games. Yeah. Hey guys, have you considered the scenario of the all everyone wins trade here? What if we trade away Stafford? They win the Super Bowl. We get golf. We have one bad year, and the next year we win the Super Bowl. Would that be like the most epic trade in football history, right there? If the Lions win the Super Bowl this year, you... uh, well, yeah, if, 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 especially well, in that sequence, that though, we were planning it. That's oh, yeah, if you do it next. Year. Yeah. I mean, that I'm was the whole idea. Though, right? I, I mean, I guess, yeah. but yeah, I, just think about it in that those yeah. terms, like how it would actually have played out. Would be like that's going to have like a sixty-eight for sixty or whatever by ESPN in twenty years. Yeah, you know? it's it's funny though, but I mean, when we got golf, it was supposed to be well, we had to take him, you know, because of the trade and the contract, and we had to put up with him until we get our guy. But he might be our guy. Yeah. I mean, he really might. Uh, and and right now, I'm I'm feeling fairly confident with him. So uh, let's see what he can do, man. I think Brad Holmes around him. Uh, yeah, and Ben Holmes, right? He Brad Holmes had faith, and I think right. I think he was a big reason they went to the Rams in part. Well, he was the part of being there was yeah. what made that. Holmes was a part that of his so Right. Yeah. So I think they saw him as part of a potential big picture guy. Yeah. And let's just not forget he's only 27 years old. Right. You know, and sometimes the second your second uh chance, so to speak, is your your you know right. Like think of how far Stafford's uh, comes well, What's the word I'm looking for? But uh that's what gets you over the top, you know what I mean? So we'll see. Yeah, whatever word you're looking <laughs> for, I agree. Well, yes. I'm gonna have an OC out there somewhere. <laughs> I feel like they're finally on the same page with the offensive coordinator too, which they weren't at the start of last year, which led to some troubles. Um, I think that'll be huge to get golf going right away rather than at week 10, like last year. Yes, absolutely. Yep. It's going to be interesting to see, you know, we, they didn't touch on that much in uh, the hard knocks thing. Yeah. We didn't even see the sun God, Amon Ra on this one. And I'm sure we'll see plenty of him in the upcoming episodes. Uh, Oh yeah. He looks even better by all accounts than he did last year. Uh, He's, yeah. Especially his yard after the catch. Uh, yeah, they're using him in a lot of creative ways. Uh, reportedly, reportedly using him in creative ways. Now they can't report on which ways they're using him creatively, but um, I yeah. imagine that involves throwing too uh, to some regard. But a lot of I'm sure like a Debo Samuel role. Uh, yeah, yeah. Did Did you guys read that there's a uh, a documentary crew that's been following him around because he's what? he's like the number one star. In Germany, because oh, because yeah. Amon Raz, yeah. his mom's yeah. German, and some like some guy in Germany figured that out, and that's he's amazing. Like I can't wait to yeah. see the video. Yeah. I hope we have some German listeners to this podcast. You know, I wonder what our numbers are in Berlin and Munich. <laughs> I'll go. I'll go dig. Uh, dig into it. I'm looking to countries. Yeah, visas right. as as some Germans listen. <laughs> Man, he's gonna feast this year <laughs> with all that out talent we added to the perimeter. Like, look what he's some guy out there, there is like my nine nine steepest one up makes a team. Yeah, we have we have ways of catching ball. Oh, man, if this yes, if this do, offensive yeah. line could stay healthy uh, with this wide receiver and Jared Goff can produce like we hope we he can this this could be a, a top 10 unit top five i think for sure yeah for sure but all right yeah one other note about that line i guess ragnar has been ridiculously yes. good too I in this camp too. uh 
Vic Neal was talking about him, like how great oh, he yeah. is. <laughs> like, by the way, Taylor Decker and me have something in common. Uh, in that in that show tonight, he said, "I got these clothes I just really like, and, but but they don't fit me." You know, so I'm waiting till Sunday when when I can fit into them again. And uh, I have clothes like that too that I say when I lose thirty or forty pounds, I'm I plan on wearing them again. So I thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> Me and him that he's oh, just, just yeah. a man. <laughs> That's fantastic. You don't know Z. You're you're too young yet to realize that. But when when you get older, well, you I mean, you I, I was understand. Five in college, and then after like four months after college, I weighed two twenty five. So I, I I almost I can't fit in anything uh, that I wore in college. <laughs> I got like three wow. mile in my college year to like to represent and fill around in public. But uh, I I know at least. <laughs> I didn't have any clothes waiting for me though, because I was always kind of bigger. Uh, anyways, um, yeah. Anyway, I thought that was cool. I wanted to also note um, two more things just in regard to training camp. They, that was not mentioned in the episode. Austin Bryant uh, mm. has been crushing it yes. in camp. Uh, known to kind of as like a, a bubble guy, but uh, yeah, all reports indicate like I don't know how I don't know how they could cut this guy based on how he's looked in camp. Yeah. Um, he continue to make plays in the backfield, uh, which is exactly what they're looking for. A lot of praise from the coaches as well. Um, so I don't know if anybody else had anything to add about But yeah. a good rotational piece. Just been end. waiting for him to yeah, be healthy all the time, you know? Thing. That's the thing. Well, my early prediction was him not making the team, and I, it looks like I'm really wrong about that, So, uh, <laughs> which is good. Yeah. Good. I hope he's awesome. Yeah. I haven't. Um, doesn't hurt that past praise cause that Pascal's out still. Yeah, I'm not sure when we'll see him. Uh, yeah, it doesn't look like Jamal. I think Jamal Williams won't even be active till like week five at the latest, earliest. Yeah, I mean, um, no rush, man. When you bring him back, bring him back. Jamal Williams. Speed. Yeah. Are you talking about Jameson, Jameson Williams? Sorry, Jameson like, Williams. Me? Williams. Yeah. I was like, did Jamal get hurt? What happened? Yeah. Definitely mixed him up like ten or twelve times already this year. So I understand. <laughs> yeah. The names are too similar. To me is a. Uh, yeah, Levi and Wuzurike is still having yeah. issues. Yeah, um, that's yeah. that is very concerning yeah. and not, not uh, no. the same. That is, I know Campbell said no, he's on track for where they want him. Yeah, but I don't it, believe it. They want him to continue back probably. What is that? What what, it, what it's not Well, no, I no. mean, no, he's saying he'll be ready. Basically, I know what you're for saying. I just thought, I I read but, that as well, and uh, I thought it was uh, yeah, it seemed like he's covering for uh, maybe. Not great news. Yeah, and they're yeah. hoping for big things from him this year. Hope, hopefully, he can play. But I, I'm with you, Z. That and it's the same cool. injury it's getting flared up. That's what to me always is concerning. Because you know, like, remember Matt Glassford? Like, you know, obviously, you can go through a time of, you know, being injury prone or seemingly, and then leave it. Be- remember right, early yeah, in Stafford's career, this like he was. Though he, he uh, never had those shoulder. I mean, it was. Caused by an actual like play, this is like. But it's the same injury, right? That's what I'm saying. It's different than Stafford. Yeah. Oh, it, I thought you were Stafford. Caring. Why'd you bring? I'm Stafford saying back? remember Matt Glassford because he left that moniker behind with a long, healthy career. Some guys, it, it's. Well, that wasn't even a real moniker. That was. A okay, bogus. he was injured for us like, two bogus, or three years in a row. So I mean, it wasn't all unearned. It was but different that's my injuries, point. different shoulders. Because of those differences, he was able to leave it behind because there were random injuries. This isn't. It's chronic. That's the problem. Uh, 
I like it. I'd rather hear a, a Dan Campbell analogy than that. All right. I'd rather listen to Dan Campbell talk on like an audio track all the time. Can you put it in terms of drowning? Yeah, explain it in drowning. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Um, Yeah, I mean. Well, with that injury, though, the the back thing is, that's what's really a back. You know, how how long have you been a week back? About a week, you too. I also wanted to note one last thing about the kicker battle. Everybody loves talking about the kicker Love battle. Love a kicker battle. Not yeah. mentioning hard knocks, but Austin Siebert appears to be leading that, and that is not by my guess, not by writer's guesses. It's literally out of the horse's mouth from Dan Campbell um, yep. saying that Siebert has the. Yeah. Leg up in the competition right now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, apparently Riley Patterson just doesn't have the leg that Siebert has. Siebert made a 63-yard field goal off the crossbar in practice, and Riley Patterson, uh, we saw it last year too uh, when he was kicking from long distance. He didn't quite have the leg. Uh, yeah. And yeah, that's what Campbell basically said that if you're under 50, you know Patterson's clutch, you know. But those That's why I say we drop one of our quarterbacks and keep two kickers. How many teams have ever run two? We'll kickers? keep Patterson for the shorter kicks and keep Seaver. That's the- actually one thing I want to talk about. The quarterback room is really interesting right this year because, like, Goff's even talking about the first time ever being in like a room where for the same room for two years in a row, it's like an interesting chemistry in that room. Like they all love Are you each other. Quarterback like room like Robin yeah, it's exactly like. He says he's never been in the same quarterback room two years in a row. Where okay. yeah. oh, it's consistency. Yeah, yeah, the same people in the room. Backups the same people in the room. That's what I mean. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But know. yeah, like so. I mean, I think that's an interesting. Like they're they're giving him a real comfortable room, and they all these guys are like growing together. Team. Yeah, Personally, and they're all growing together, and they're. I'm not too high on. And they're all oil. young guys learning, and I think that could really help. Goff grow, maybe I don't know if Tim Boyle's the guy to get Goff fixed, but we'll see. Well, that's that's my hope. I think that's best for the Lions as Tim Boyle never sees the field. I was more talking about the chemistry in the room than the quality of our backups. Yeah, Yeah, I think there's something to that. uh, That uh, who was uh, Stafford's backup? um, Or last one. Yeah, Orlovsky and Kellen Yeah, Kellen Moore. It's like there's certain things they do that aren't on the field, but they do stuff in the room that apparently yeah, helps Kellen them Moore out. definitely so was not. I think st- might have that going on. He definitely not stay around because of his arm talent. Uh, <laughs> as, and now he's quickly risen up. <laughs> yeah. as the offense coordinator of the Cowboys already for yeah a couple of years. So. Quite a rapid ascent for him. Really rapid, super young. Yeah. So so Blau could be a he head did, coach yeah. in a couple of years. Yeah. I don't know if we quite hear the same thing about Blau that we heard about more. <laughs> um, but gentlemen, do you guys have any anything else you wanted to cover? Uh, that was my long list of notes. We covered through a lot. This is training camp, baby. Yeah. This is uh, the the season's a uh, a month away. I just want to say that it's just great that we're seeing football again and mm-hmm. the Lions again, and uh, this Card Knox's thing is really getting jacked up for the season. So. Uh, uh, I'm yeah, I'm just excited about it. I hope the fans are too. Uh, 
And it's great to be podding again because we kind of had a little sabbatical there a little bit. So yeah, uh, yeah. I think we'll be back in action now. And uh, excited about we that. We need a we need a podcasting yeah. training camp before the regular and, uh, season starts. We do some warm ups, warm up the vocals. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Hey, do some up downs. Up some up downs. Put the microphone. Yeah. Take it up. Put it down. Something to note, guys. If you put it, think about it this way: for the net, all the way up till the beginning of the season, we're going to have. Both a hard knocks episode and a preseason game. No. Yeah. So I mean, we're in the final stretch yeah, here, baby. Yeah, First yeah. game That's Friday, right? Oh, right? And, uh, didn't uh, 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 Campbell said that they're going to play their starters for the first yeah, quarter? Oh, nice. The Atlanta game. Yeah. Oh, got to play uh, Oh, we didn't mention Cephas, uh, Rudd Dog. He he's uh, a scary injury, um, and then <laughs> we can watch him get cut on Hard Knocks Live. <laughs> yeah, that ain't gonna happen, oh, man. Cruel, cruel. <laughs> ain't gonna happen. You already won. Why do you guys hate Cephas yeah. so much? Yeah, what did yeah. Cephas do to you guys? The producers wisely didn't feature him. It's, it's just about the back. That's all it is. Did he kick your puppy at some point? <laughs> no, actually, apparently it's looking pretty uh solid before it injury. Cephas yeah. is up pissing on the porch. And uh, Trinity Benson's out with oh the big dogs. My. Oh, Eaten. my God. Trinity Benson. Oh, was making catch after catch until he got uh, nicked up here. And what have you heard about Trinity Benson? Nothing. What? No, he's no, had he a great hasn't. camp. He's great? I've true. heard of, of maybe a couple. <laughs> Wrong. I hope we get the Hard Knocks okay. a dedicated episode just to Benson versus Cephas, like a whole 45-minute episode. I would eat that up. That would be good. Yeah, when, when they cut him, let's have a whole, like, yeah, when they cut Benson, it's a lot of Benson. It'll be kind of a boring retrospective. Cephas. Yeah, Cephas walked into the locker room. Yeah, walked out. Yeah, yeah. Oh man. Oh. I think we're just near the end of the episode here. Did you? What? We're just getting started. You have something to read? Um, no, I don't. I, I, you know, I do want to mention though that we do. I'm sure you hear the the reading that we put before the the start of the podcast here um and that um is we're just partnering with hbo and they're they're giving us a hundred dollars and we're gonna use that hundred dollars to uh do a giveaway at some point here coming up in the next month or so so just pay attention to that um so follow us if you don't already um at drinking the blue kool-aid on instagram twitter at drinking lions follow us on there let us know your thoughts on you know the episode um you know the roster bubble where things are you drinking a Kool-Aid along with us? Um, again, that's Instagram at Drinking Blue Kool-Aid, Twitter at Drinking Lions. Um, but we'll have a lot more to say about that uh, soon enough. But yeah, Hard Knocks, this first episode, a lot of fun. I mean, Bob and Connor, did, did you guys like the episode? Are you glad they're on Hard Knocks now that you've seen it? Yeah, no, I thought it was great. I'm, I'm, I'm not anti-Hard Knocks. As long as the team wants it, which they did, I'm fine with it. But the pre- I didn't see. I didn't really see anything in an episode that like what another team could use. The only thing was Sewell talking about Aiden Hutchinson's uh, defensive moves. I thought maybe yeah. like, other offensive linemen could see that and like kind of. Well, the but I mean, no, that's minimal. The team gets to screen the episode beforehand, so they must not have thought that was something mm-hmm. too uh, too detrimental. So. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, to paraphrase Dan Campbell, let's just keep treading water Ritz. in the blue Kool-Aid and we'll drown our opponents in the blue <laughs> Kool-Aid. We're waterboarding them with blue Kool-Aid. Into the, by their feet into the blue Kool-Aid sea. <laughs> All right. And on that note, we'll wrap it up. But thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you to our producer, Kid J. Kid uh, J. Crush it every week. We'll be coming at you weekly now. All the way through the Super Bowl. Uh, so get prepared yeah. for that. We have a lot of fun coming up this year, boys uh, and listeners. So thank you to sidelinereport.com for hosting a podcast as well. Um, and thank you to HBO for helping uh, you know give our listeners a little something to follow us and try to win something. So appreciate that. But gentlemen, Thank you for listening. Again, follow us on the social medias. Apple, Spotify, radio, your podcast. Please download SilentReport.com. Also, it's streaming on there. So thank you, everybody, for listening. And last but not least, as always, go! 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 A charging team that will not yield. And when the blue and silver wave, stand and cheer the brave. Rock, rock, rock. Go hard, win the game. With honor, you will keep your fame. Down the field and gain a lion's victory. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C., Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.